Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. One of my favorite students back in the 90s, I know you're not supposed to have favorites, but this kid was just amazing. He was dynamic, he was funny, he was innovative, he was creative, and this was in one of my theater classes, and he asked if for celebration of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day, could he possibly do that speech? And I said, well, of course, why not? That would be great. So when he came up the next morning and said, you know, I've been practicing this, but I'm really pretty nervous because I don't want it to sound like I'm just making fun of him. And I said, why would you be making fun of him? And he said, well, you know, because he was so dramatic in the way he presented it. And I said, you can't be dramatic. He said, well, of course I can, but I don't want to overdo it and make it look like it's too dramatic. I said, I think the words will speak for themselves. You don't have to worry, Terrell. And so when he got up to do it, he walked up just as if he were a politician, a preacher, a great orator, and he moved the podium and had the whole speech memorized. And I remember many of the gestures, and I watched the class more than I watched him because they were mesmerized. They'd never seen him do something, you know, particularly like this. And the one phrase, of course, that we all state when we think of that speech, and he did as well, was free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, I'm free at last. You know, I guess unless we've ever been trapped or caged or put down or brought down or any of the above, I don't know if we ever can know what it's like to not be free. We are living in a free country. We are free in what we can do. To the most part, we all have rules, regulations, laws, but most of us only know what it's like to be free. I have a friend who was brought up in a communist country, and she just could not believe when she moved to America what freedom there was. There's a story that's told of a man who had these four dogs that were pretty much all the same. I think they were some kind of terriers. And three of them in the backyard would just run around wildly and just have such fun and just play. But there was one who just kind of ran around in circles, pretty much in one little tiny area of the yard. And when the man was asked why this dog did this, he said, well, for the first four years of his life, he was uh, in a cage. You see, I got him as a rescue dog, and he had spent so many years in this locked cage that all he knew was the ability to run around in circles. And so he continues to run around in circles, even as if he were in a confined area. Wow, do you see the parallel? 
Many of us have not been physically caged or we have not been put into a premises of an area where we can't move, but many of us have self-inflicted walls that we have built around us. We live in our own little self-imposed cage, so to speak, because we don't launch out into something new. We don't want to run wild and freely and let people see the real person behind these walls, behind the mask we wear. We don't want to make friends with other people that we don't know or we don't feel comfortable with. We are not the kind that would start a conversation or just open up and just blatantly talk about any of our past without having feelings of intimidation or even walls around us. I guess because I had been so free in my past horrible days as a teenager and because I had let my guard down purposely to try to shock people or just to try to jump in and be the center of attention or whatever my reasoning was, I developed this pattern of just putting it out there, just wearing my heart on my sleeve, talking about anything in my past and wanting to know about other people's pasts. I didn't realize that it was not very polite, according to my mother, to ask people blatant questions like, well, what caused the divorce? Well, why is your husband not here? Well, when did they die? Things like that that kids today really, you know, learn to talk about, but maybe we shouldn't. Maybe it is rude and impolite to pry into others. But if we've never been in the situation where we have felt totally caged and within our own confines, there's one scripture that talks about being trapped and hopeless. And it says in Psalm 18, verse 19, God brought me out into a spacious place. If you've had an enemy that's entrapped you and you've been under the snares of something, maybe the snares of sickness or people or places or even death, enclosed and enshackled, this particular man in the scripture cried to God for help. And with thundering power, God reached down, took a hold of him, and brought him out into the spacious place where he was free. And God can do the same for us. If you feel confined, if you feel lonely, if you feel like no one even knows you're alive, or if you are under the chains, the hopeless chains of bondage or addiction or something that you just can't be freed from. Maybe it's a relationship you shouldn't be in. Maybe it's in a place where you know that you should not go. Maybe it's in certain areas on the computer, in chat rooms, or other areas where you know you should not be looking. God is the one who can rescue you, not only from things, not only from people, but God can save you from yourself. That's what I needed more than anything. God can break the chains and release us from our own confining cages. 
He can set us free and carry us out into the new spacious places and show us those plans that he has for our life. By setting us free and putting us into other places, we find out that not only are we free to express ourselves, to talk about our past, to be freed from our past, but to help others get free as well. You don't have to live in that own self-imposed prison, as I did, but in God's strength and His power, when you truly seek Him, you will find Him. And if you're confined by something, somebody, some habit, some addiction, some old memories, God will free you from the fear, from the shame, from the oppression, and he will rescue you even from the cage of death. That's right. He not only wants you to have abundant life, he wants you to have eternal life in him. If you can trust in God that he so loved the world, including you, that he sent his only begotten son who would die for you, who would give you life abundantly and life eternally. And if you will ask God to show you that new way, that new life, you too can shout out, free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, I am free at last. God, thank you for the freedom you give us in Christ, the ultimate freedom. Thank you that we are no longer under the bondage of sin, of Satan, and especially not of self. And thank you, too, that we can tell others the good news. They don't have to keep running in that little circle. Run freely in the great freedom we have in God, in Christ Jesus, that we can live abundantly with joy, with fervor, with strength and power and everything that he has promised, because in him we are free. Will you accept that today, my friend? I know I do, every day. And I thank him for joy, unspeakable and full of glory, because I am free. God bless you, my friends. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.